Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Key Studios with you on this Tuesday evening, 404 741 0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Well, Atlanta United and Charlotte FC, they will hook up coming up on Saturday. That will be a 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kicker thereabouts, as all the action will be right here on 92.9 The Game. This man will be part of the call. He's on Twitter at Long Shoe. And uh, along with uh, Mike, uh, Mike Connie, they'll have the call for you against Charlotte FC, Jason Longshore, Joins us on the waitfor.com hotline, Lennis Ford dealer. Jason, as always, my friend, appreciate a few minutes. Yeah, thanks for having me on, as always. So is it too simplistic to just say that this attack is really missing Yakamakis or, you know, is my pea brain just, you know, am I making it too easy that, again, it's just, it's not just one player, it's, philosophy or whatever, you know, strategy or whatever is occurring right now. No, you are Doc Sock, first of all. So you're you're on point with this. Like, at times I think we can try to look for maybe too much to answer the question. When you look at how this team has played with Yorgos Yakimakis at fully 100%, and the Chicago game he was not at 100%. He wasn't able to make the runs off the ball that he did, that he typically does. He wasn't able to press the way that he typically does. He did get a goal in that game, but he wasn't at his best. Yakimaki's at 100% with this team versus without him at 100%. It looks very different. And look, this is typical uh, around Major League Soccer when you have those number nines that are brought in to be the focal point of a team's attack. And you're not going to have a ready-made replacement on the bench when they're either not performing or not available. It's, it, it suffers. The, the quality of play suffers. And I think with Atlanta, it's been far more disjointed without Yakimakis. And it's twofold. I mean, from a, a soccer X's and O's point, and I got into this on Atlanta soccer tonight, last night, there is a, a thing that Yakimakis does with his runs off the ball many times knowing he's not going to receive the ball. But it opens up space. It makes the back line hold their ground, not be able to step up as high. Sometimes it drags defenders with him and creates space for others. And Atlanta United's attack is all about creating and exploiting space. As you know, your Manchester Cities, your Barcelona's teams that play in this way where they use the ball to manipulate space, that's what Atlanta United's looking to do. And Yakimakis fits it like a glove. 
Well, I think it goes a little bit further in terms of the attitude that he brings and maybe the presence, maybe the, the demanding nature that he brings. I mean, if you watch him on the field, he always wants the ball. He's very demonstrative in a good way. You know, he's not yelling at teammates if he doesn't get the pass, but he's always saying, hey, I'm here. Play me. Give me this opportunity. I'm going to score goals. Feed me. And I think that attitude does kind of rub off. It's contagious. And I think this team plays with a healthy swagger when he's on the field. So in looking at this match coming up on Saturday, obviously Atlanta United's at home. Charlotte has been, you know, I don't know, at, at best average. I think they have the third worst goal differential in all of MLS. This feels like one of those matches, Jason, that Atlanta United needs to come out, flex its muscle, feel good about themselves, punch them in the mouth early. And we know the saying, you know, as Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until you punch somebody in the mouth. So it feels like one of those matches that this is where Atlanta United needs to find a way to get healthy against Charlotte. Is, is, are you thinking that way? Or what are you thinking about coming up on Saturday for this match? No, 100% I'm thinking that way. And I think it goes a step further uh, with Charlotte playing right now against Orlando in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup round of 32. Uh, They're going to have some heavier legs coming into this one because they haven't been able to rotate their squad tonight as much as they would like. Now they are playing Enzo Capetti and Derek Jones, who are suspended for the game on Sunday. They have a couple guys coming back from injury who might or might not play a role on, on, on Saturday, so we'll just have to wait and see. But I think it, it goes a step further in the sense that Atlanta United's finally back at home for two in a row. You know, I mean, I, I can't remember the last time we had two home games right. in a row in league play. It's been a while. And this league is incredibly heavily tilted towards home field advantage. You know, Atlanta United's the second best team in the East at home. They've only dropped two points at home. There's only one team that's perfect at home so far in the Eastern Conference. And on the road, Atlanta United's about average. From, for what the league, what the Eastern Conference has given you on the road, um, teams are averaging less than a point a game. It's just under .9 points per game, and Atlanta's at .83. So, you know, on the road in this league, it is tough sledding, and it's been tough sledding in these last two games. I don't think Atlanta's played horribly in Nashville or in Miami. Miami only had two shots in the second half. Of course, one of them's a penalty, and they convert on the other. But it's not like Miami was doing a lot in this match. They get that penalty that turns the game completely. At home, you've got to dominate. And I think that's what Atlanta United has to do in this one. You come out, you play high intensity early, you really work the counter pressure when the ball turns over in the attacking half. I think Charlotte's a team that doesn't handle that pressure well, and you can force them into some turnovers without Capetti up top to, to bomb it long to. And without Derek Jones, who's been playing in the back a little bit, you're going to struggle building up the play. So Atlanta can be even more aggressive, I think, in the attacking half, knowing that they can win the ball back pretty well against the Charlotte. How would you describe the goaltending for Atlanta United since Guzan has been down? And how would you also describe their defense um, without, you know, a goaltender. Do you feel like that they maybe are have tightened up a little bit defensively knowing that their main goalkeeper is not around? Or how would you describe both their goaltending and defense since he's gone down? That's a good question. I don't think they've changed 
a ton. I think between the two goalkeepers we've seen, you know, Westberg came in first and had a little injury, so he had to come off. Claymont Diop came on. We saw Diop's ability in that Open Cup match uh, primarily with his shot stopping. I mean, when he's on one as a shot stopper, he's elite. He's just a little streaky, and he's up and down, and that's not what you want out of your starting goalkeeper. I think Westberg is more of the steady hand. Uh, it helps that he's so good with the ball at his feet. He can help in the build-up plays. Uh, the one thing you sacrifice with Westberg versus Diop and with Gazan is size, and that comes in on crosses and corners and dealing with things like that. But I think Quentin does a very good job with positioning to make up for that. I don't think the team has intentionally shifted the way that they defend or sat back deeper to try to protect the, the goal, anything. I don't think that's happened. Um, I think this is a team and it's something that, you know, I think, I think we're going to have to understand the discussion. I feel like we've had this a lot of times over the years. If Atlanta's going to be the team that was advertised at the very beginning of the club's existence in terms of winning games with four goals a game. And I, I think it was said, you'd rather win four, three than one nil. Well, that's giving up three goals. And the way that happens is when you commit numbers forward, you're going to be in these 1v1 situations. And I think the the back line defends – or the defense of the team defends really well high up the field. And that's the, the attacking players, but also the back line stepping up and, and condensing space, the midfield stepping up and condensing space. I think they're very good in those situations. But where they are forced back deep and they have to play on their heels a little bit, I don't think this team is built to defend in that way. So it goes back to the idea and the philosophy of keeping the ball to control the game, create opportunities, but also to help defend at times. Because this isn't a team that defends well, like we saw in Nashville with a series of set pieces, or when they're pinned in deep, I think at times they do drop too deep and concede too much space, and that allows the opponent to create opportunities. Jason Longshore, color analyst for all things Atlanta United here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Um, concerns about the idea of the schedule moving forward. I mean, once you get through Saturday, then you're turning around on Wednesday, and then that becomes a sort of, you know, for, for MLS, a, a regular thing. I mean, you know, it's like every couple of weeks, like every two to three weeks, you're going to start having these Wednesday matches that just kind of break up the schedule. Concerns about, you know, as the schedule starts to change and it's not just once a week or just once, you know, you know, on a weekend, now you're going to start to incorporate some weekday games as well. The concern is that in that Open Cup game, you come back to it, it's, it's a little bit of a uh, gift and a curse with the Open Cup where it falls in the schedule with teams playing tonight. You know, Atlanta's not because they, they didn't advance, which they're going to be fresher for the weekend. That's a little bit of a help, but you want to advance in that tournament. The, the biggest thing about that Open Cup game that I come back to is it was an opportunity for some players to earn minutes in these games and make you feel good about them getting minutes in these kinds of games. You know, that turnaround from Saturday to Wednesday, both at home, you're going to have some guys who aren't 90 minutes maybe effective when you get to Wednesday. Possession becomes really important. Again, I think it becomes an opportunity to rest a little bit with the ball in that game and control the pace. And that's something you have to do if you're a possession-based team. Protect, you know, protect your legs. Protect the stamina that you have. 
But that Open Cup game with some guys not performing as well as I think anyone would have hoped, they would have been easier fits to come in on that Wednesday game against Colorado or the Wednesday game later on or maybe the road game in Orlando before you host New England, who is on fire right now in the Eastern Conference. You would have been in a more comfortable position to rotate a bit. And those performances haven't haven't been there consistently. I think one player that you really want to get back and he's dealing with a high ankle sprain, hasn't been talked about a ton, is Eric Lopez. And Lopez, you know, I think some people maybe have forgotten about Lopez, the young Paraguayan who came in and couldn't find a regular spot, went out on loan last year, came back and joined Atlanta United 2 for the majority of the season so far. And calling those games, Lopez has been the real deal. And it's not just from a goal-scoring perspective or – a dribbling perspective. He's been the number nine that, like, honestly, the team has lacked without Yorgos Yakimakis. And you would have loved to have had Lopez, especially for that Open Cup game, and that's the preparation for that is when he sprained his ankle in training. Uh, he's not returned to training yet, but you are getting some other players back healthy. Brad Kazan's working out uh, off to the side, but he's working out. Osvaldo Alonso is a, a participant in training now probably still weeks away. He's got to build up the fitness. You know, he's been out for a long, long time. But you've got to have those guys come off the bench in these games because you're not going to be able to roll out the same lineup Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. We uh, we talked about, you know, getting healthy at home um, to mix things up. Do you throw a haymaker at Willie P or anything like that? Um, you know, when he comes <laughs> comes into town, I mean, do you just kind of mix it up? I mean, you know, how do you how do you handle that? You know, I mean – well, look, I'm going to throw a haymaker at Willie P before I'm going to throw one at Jessica Charman. You know, she's she's a former goalkeeper from England. I'm not messing with her. No, she's going to catch it. I mean, she's she's yeah. I mean, exactly right. I mean, she's going to stop that. But Willie P, I mean, he's going to be protecting his hair, right? I mean, so he's <laughs> he's he's going to be doing that. And and listen, Jason, you know, you you don't have to worry about that as much, right? I mean, so you don't you don't have to worry about all that. But anyway. Uh, Jason is always man. Do I have it. to do I have to ask you to pull a Rikishi or something in the in the parking deck before oh, the game? Listen, I, I'll I'll drive the car. Listen, I I I I'm all about hitting somebody with my car. Yeah, I'm I can I can pull all of that. No, I and I and I'll say, look, I did it for Jason. Or no, actually, you know what I'll say? Here, here's what I'll say, Jason. I did it for Connie. So I'll, I'll do it like that. So anyway. <laughs> Jason Longshore, <laughs> Jason Longshore on Twitter at Longshoe, color analyst for all things Land United here on 92.9 The Game. Jason, as always, buddy, appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes uh, here tonight. We will chat again very soon. Anytime. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Uh, we're going to talk to Kurt Heelan coming up at 820. We'll go around the uh, NBA playoffs. When we get back, though, from the top of the hour, it will be time for the Falcons flyover, your news and notes about all things Atlanta Falcons. And one opposing team's fan site once one of our players. I'll describe all of that next. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.